All right, welcome to another edition of the Seaport Pat Show. We're here with Mark Edis, aka Shark on the Radio, voice of your Savannah Bananas and yeah. fellow Uber driver Mark. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks for having me. First time here at the Foxy Loxy, too. Great spot. Yeah, it's a nice, chill midtown spot. I for like real? it a lot. Um, I've been getting back on the coffee here the last couple weeks after a long hiatus so this is a nice welcome back fun fact about me or maybe not so fun you might hate me after this i don't drink coffee never have that's weird right everybody thinks it's like a there's nothing wrong with that i didn't i can't believe how long how easy it was for me to just simply not want to drink coffee anymore but i'm seem to be back so my wife on the other hand can't function without it so (laughs) i guess it's a necessary evil i don't I guess it's not really evil, but yeah, I just don't ever, I've never done it. Yeah. Just a lot of people just don't like taste. Meanwhile, I'm like coffee brownie, coffee, coffee. Um, so you're not from Savannah. Where are you from? Uh, South Jersey, city called Vineland. Uh, it's probably about 30 minutes over the bridge from Philly. So Philly is really what I represent. I'm a big Philly sports fan. Yeah, I notice you on the Twitter and whatnot talking about all your Philly Y'all got a lot to be excited about Man. right now in Philadelphia between the Eagles and the Super Bowl and uh, um, the Sixers. Villanova won Nova. the championship. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's so strange. I still don't believe the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I'm still kind of in denial about it. It hasn't hit me yet. Even though I went to the parade. Right. Took my seven-year-old son, Ben, up to the parade. Right on. That's crazy because that stuff doesn't happen right. for Philly. It just doesn't. And then the Sixers are on a roll. They lost last night pretty bad to a team that – is missing three of their stars, but you know that's all right. It's only game one. It's only they have game six days one, off, yeah. and they're rusty. That's what I'm chalking that up to. They are rusty. There you go. But yeah, man. So I, from I was, Philly, and I was actually kind of. I'm kind of going for the Sixers in this one. I think. I think a lot of people are. Brad Stevens, great coach for the for the Celtics. They got a good squad, but as a Philly fan, you hate everything Boston. So I'd love for nothing more than to to beat a Boston team again. Sorry, Patriots. <laughs> But yes, I've been here for almost three years, man. Came here from uh, South Jersey in September of 2015 uh, for a job on the radio. Right. And uh, was was here on the radio for two and a half years. And, um, you know, radio being the way it is, it's not the most stable of businesses. And back in January, a new company had come in in November and bought us. Um, and said, don't worry, everything's going to be fine. We're just going to do a so, couple different things. So Nobody worries about your job. Yeah. In corporate America, and, yes. Uh, unfortunately, um, I was one of about five people let go because of a restructuring. And um, that was a, a huge shock to me just because, you know, like I said, in this business, nobody's safe. And that's the honest God's truth. But um, grateful for the chance to have been here. I was on G100 for, for two years. Um, made a lot of noise in the time that we were here. Mia, one of my best friends, is, is the program director there. She's doing great things. And uh, really no hard feelings other than, you know, hey, I need a full-time job. But um, it, it's really uh, getting the chance to come to Savannah has been a, a blessing. And even though, um, you know, I did lose the full-time job, I've, I've made so many lifelong friends here so far. I've made some great business connections, some, some just people that will ever, forever have uh, my utmost respect and friendship. So I'm really grateful for the fact that um, my buddy Rob Walker, who was the program director at the time, brought me here to Savannah. So and it's led to other great things with Savannah Bananas. We spoke about you know right. introduced me to that. I mean, that season starts the end of this month, and that's coming soon. So if you've not been to a Savannah Bananas game, uh, definitely check it out if you can get tickets because they're hard to come by, which is 
also crazy. It's something I'll never get used to being somebody who grew up six blocks from Grayson and mm-hmm. literally being able to jump over the wall to get yeah. to games and escape certain officers <laughs> as a youth. Yeah, the bananas, they're, they're doing their thing. They're packing it out, definitely. Um, also, I know you were recently in a... Um, I don't know if I'd call it a contest. We call it a contest. Mm-hmm. You, um, Georgia, voice of my Georgia Southern Eagles. How was that process? That was uh, that was a great process. So earlier uh, in the Georgia Southern Eagles baseball season, I was asked to fill in PA for them. Uh, as you know, Dr. Deal retired, and so he did baseball and he did football. and So they just needed somebody to fill in here and there, and they had known my work from the Bananas. So, of course, I jumped at the chance to... To announce at, at at that ballpark for a you know a Division One college, that's a pretty big deal to be able to do that. So Definitely, I jumped in and filled yeah. in for that. Had a great time watching their games, doing their games, um, and then you know the uh, the press release went out that said we're looking for a new voice at Allen E. Paulson Stadium for the Football Eagles, and talk about a just a chance to. To be a part of something like that, and Eagles were in the name. So. Eagles, exactly. It was like it was <laughs> almost destiny. Yeah. But uh, I think about thirty-five or forty people auditioned. They got it down to four. I was lucky enough to be in the final four. Uh, the four of us who were in the final four, we did the uh, spring football game. We each did a quarter, and then they picked the winner. Unfortunately, I was not it. But I'll tell you the experience. Uh, Robbie Ross, my buddy Robbie, got the job, and I'm really okay. proud of him. Yeah. Um, great experience. So, I mean, just to, just to be up in that booth and to you know, just to have had the chance to do that, uh, amazing opportunity. So thanks to everybody over at Georgia Southern for the opportunity to try out for that gig. Um, you know, like like life is, nothing, you know, it wasn't meant to be, and there's a reason for it. And my buddy Robbie got it. He's going to do a great job, and we move on. You meet more, meet more connections, and Absolutely. Yeah, that'll probably lead to something eventually. So. I think everything happens for a reason. That's right, yes. You know, um, I lost my job on the radio for a reason. I'm still trying to figure out what that is. I got a couple things I'm, I'm thinking about, but um, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank my wife and my kids for the support that they've given me. Because after all that happened, it's, it'd be really easy for for a lot of things to go south and for things to get stressful, and they have. But without the support of my wife and my kids, I mean, I don't know what. And they all, I, they, they're all, they're all been with you. Since Jersey, oh, yeah, I mean, so I've been with my, we've been married almost nine years okay, together for right twelve ish, right and on. so, yeah, I mean, I am I'm extremely grateful for the support from everybody, even even just friends, and, and just most importantly, my wife and my kids, though, because without them, I, I don't know how much of this I can handle, because a lot of stuff happened at once. So that's life; they throw things at you, and, and right. you just kind of adapt with it, and and you move on. And I'm I am in such a good spot right now. Um, we live in a great city. I can think. I can think of a lot worse places to have settled in and, and found. And it's beautiful, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I love. I'm, I'm loyal to Philly, but the, the people are nicer here. The weather's better. I've been to Philly. I had a fun weekend there, but yeah. No, have you ever I had can't. Scrapple? You know what? That no, is? but I did have the pork roll. Pork roll was what it's all about, delicious, right? and it was at the parking lot at Citizens Bank, so that made oh, it nice. even better. Philly's yeah. parking lot, nice. One of my old. Oh, one of my old Sandnats co-workers, actually. Shout out, Lauren. <laughs> Lauren met me. She came across the Camden Bridge and met me at the Phillies game with some of her friends. Nice. And they made made sure I got the authentic Citizens Bank yeah. 
experience. I wish I could find a good cheesesteak around here. Can't really find a Philly cheesesteak. And whoever says they're Philly cheesesteak and puts green peppers in it, it's not true. They don't do green peppers in cheesesteaks. It's just not a thing. You, you have a... But, you know. Uh, uh, this is kind of a touristy question. Um, mm-hmm. Ishka Bibble, Pat's, Gino's, Delisandro's, what you... So, Pat's and Gino's, cross them right off the list. They are tourist spots. Right. They're I never... I went by there. I like Ishka Bibble. It was pretty good. That's good. Uh, Pat's, King of Steaks, is probably second... Well, I don't know. Delisandro is super good. But, yeah, Pat's and Gino's are strictly tourist. Right. I don't even... No. Sorry. <laughs> it's not a real thing. I don't like those. Other than my name, it doesn't hurt me. In. <laughs> no, it's all good. I felt like I at least had to get a picture over there. I bet, yeah, I I, I, I was strictly Ishkabibble when I was there. And it's some just, crab fries. Fun to say, some so. crab fries at the ballpark, so. Chickies and Pete's. Got a, got a picture of Eve. That the picture rapper? of Eve up in Ishkabibble's. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. rapper Eve? Oh, yeah, yeah she's it was just like a little, yeah. That was her spot. Yeah, that's a. Uh, you can't find good Philly food around here. But that's okay, because I've found way more Southern food that I'm totally fine with grubbing down on. Philly people that I know miss this place. You hear this, man? Maybe you want to come down here and start a restaurant. We could use some Philly food down here. And you know what else they need? Diners. There's like one good, well, two good diners. There's a new one now, Duck Diner. Yeah, right. I still haven't got to try that one. I hear it's good. Really crazy menu for a diner. It was really good food, though. But then Metro Diner and Pooler is the closest thing I've come to a diner, but they don't have real diners here. Yeah, we can it's all waffle houses and If anybody houses. wants to invest in a diner, holler at me, because I, I, well, I can't cook either, but <laughs> let's just make a diner. And we'll, man, we'll manage it. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody exactly. else can cook. I'll be in charge of like the entertainment at the diners. And you also you did a few GSU baseball games this year. Did a lot of GSU baseball games. I did well, a lot, meaning five. Um, but man, just the, that's pretty good considering. I mean, yeah, just to jump right in there and and you know, you're for like me, filling in for Colin and Frank or Frank was kind of yeah, not in on the radio. Too. I was just a state the student stadium stadium uh, guy but it's just a lot of fun like to me announcing baseball games and it rings true for the bananas mostly how cool is it I get to watch baseball I get to rile up the crowd just by you know using my voice and it's just such a such a unique product that we got going on over there at the bananas so it's real fun to to make you know 4,000 people in the crowd every single night pumping up with the music and the the crowd and the baseball game going on and everything that we do in between uh, the show in between the game is really what what makes us stand out, and it's just so much fun to be a part of. Yeah, that's definitely um, different. I'm uh, hoping that they bring in some more musical acts. They're doing really good with bringing in the musical acts, but they're all kind of the same genre, and it's, I'm just not feeling it. <laughs> I, I think I think they're. Uh... I know they're working, and they got to do what's got to bring them what's going to bring the people out but I think is part of that is like trying to explain to them that there could be an audience for some other genres of music over there and I think they're they're aware of that too um, they've been really you know Jesse and Jared and those guys over there uh, by the way do an amazing job but yeah to, to make Grayson a spot for not only you know the show that we put on during the summer for those three months but to have other events there as well, and that's kind of one thing they're priding themselves on, allowing other people to, to use the venue as, as you know, as many different events as we can to 
be community oriented and so on. It's just it's been a great experience. So. And they've got some. They're doing. They, there's something going on over there all year round now. Which Everything. I, like was some of the stuff we were trying to do when I was working with CNS, but they're doing a really good job of that. Up there I, that. You know, <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy to see what the Bananas brand has become. And we've talked about you know that those other guys. I'm not going to say them. You can say it. But the the fact that they they never really embraced the city, they wanted to, they tried to, they tried to just be, they thought they could just exist and people would show up. Well, you, you kind of see, it's all about how you treat your customers, how you treat the city, and and it's just kind of one of those deals where it's really showing. That yeah, I can talk about, about it because I was there. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> and I've been so there. You know, you know, if you if you treat going the community on fifty well, years, I've been there. <laughs> long time, right? So if you treat the the city well, if you treat the community well, they'll they'll respond. And man, four thousand people every night on a Wednesday night. I mean, that's that shows you that that the bananas are doing. Yeah, they're stuff. they're packing it out. Even even the regular game, a re- regular nights. I mean, it used to be just Thursday, Thursday, and right. That's all I heard when you know when the Nats were in town. That's all I heard. People would never go to games except on the beer nights. And you know, college town, fine. That's going to happen, but there's a lot more to it though than. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to get into all that. Yeah. But but the bananas brand is just such. It's just baseball by nature is a boring game, right? It drags on a little bit. I'm, you're, as a I'm, a, purist, I'm a fan. I'm a, correct. No, yeah, me too. But yeah, but to most people, and, yeah. It, and, it is. and when you're bringing your child to a game, you know, I have a seven year old. He gets bored after like 15 minutes. So the thing was, we wanted to make sure we always had something that was going to keep everybody interested. And yeah. I think I think. You know, don't want to go in home in no, the third inning because no, it's far and away. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's <laughs> such a great experience. It's worked out. The people of Savannah have responded, and we're just again grateful to to be a part. Of it. I'm, I'm grateful to be a part. Of it. You have um, talked some influences. You have some announcer influences. Um, Your sports guy. What about? Um, I mean, I grew up listening to Harry Callis. So I mean, Harry Callis. Right but right. as far as like, I, I, I'm, I've done play by play a few times, um, which I, I do love. I love. I, I'm very. I know sports. I'm, I'd like to think I'm I'm capable of doing a play-by-play if I had to for for any really any sport. But as far as announcing goes, like I've been around some great ones. Like in Philly, Dan Baker is the voice of the the Eagles and the Sixers or the Eagles and the Phillies. He's been there for 42 years as the public address announcer at the at the ballparks in Philly. Um, just something about kind of leading the crowd and, and just being a small part. Again, the, the, the main event is the players on the field and, and the show that's on the field. But just to be kind of the the voice in the in the ballpark is just such a cool thing for me. And to get, you know, if I'm if I'm announcing something and I want people to get excited, it's just something so great about like even when I'm doing the banana stuff and right. they're rallying and I'm playing certain music and I'm get some pumped up. Yeah, there's yeah. just something magical about that to hear people react to your voice. And to the situation that's going on from that is that is such a a high, if you will. So I I, I really enjoy it. I've I knew from a you know a young age when I wanted to do radio when I wanted to be an entertainer you know announcing. I just it's just something I've always wanted to do, and I'm glad I've been able to do it for so long. All right, right on. Well, we mentioned earlier, uh, we're both Uber drivers <laughs> yeah. on occasion. Um, got some good. Good stories. You know what's funny? I dude? saw where you picked up Cat uh, Williams before. Is that yeah? When so, he was well, in town for his show, was so, that back? 
So yeah, so the reason I started doing Uber, I mean, aside from making a couple extra bucks here and there, and this is, I started almost two years ago, so I still had a full-time job. Um, I did it because I wanted something to talk about on the radio. Like I was, I heard all these stories about crazy Uber stories that I wanted to do it myself. And it seems like it would make great material for great a radio show. For my right? radio show, correct. And sadly, I never had anything crazy happen when I. I mean, honestly, the craziest thing I had happen just happened a week before uh, St. Patrick's Day, and I really can't talk about it. Oh, maybe I can. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but I haven't had like nobody's thrown up in my car yet. Like no, thank God, because. Even though I, we get a yeah, cool, I just finally had that happen, and it was like brand, my brand new car. Like so you get, that was a you get two hundred fifty dollar cleaning fee, but it is not worth it, man. You can't yeah, get that smell it's, out. It's like, a I don't little want, disconcerting. Yeah, I don't want anybody throwing up in my. Luckily, ride, no she got what. it mushed out the window. But oh, that's good. So I got a little bit of the spray. Well, whew, I yeah, haven't had that people, happen yet. I've been doing. I, this will be three years. Three years, like in June, and um, I have. I don't really have any crazy stories either yeah i mean which again i'm not saying and people I'm, don't believe me i'm almost like well one time i drove a cash forward to jacksonville that was pretty chill i've never had a, i've never <laughs> had a long ride like that longest ride i had was to, to statesboro from, from savannah so that's like no big deal but um yeah to me i think i don't drink so when i pick up drunk people friday and saturday nights from the clubs and, and the way they're acting like they stumble into my my truck and i'm like hey it's man it's kind of humorous I enjoy, it's it's a yeah. good people like I've, I've not had angry drunks in my car because I'll give it right back. They get angry when oh, I'll well, kick them out of my car. Like, yeah. I'll be like, here you go, you're getting it, off right it, here. It's not worth it. But to... it is fun for me to watch drunk people. I love to watch drunk people stumble around and get in my car and babble on. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad that in some way we're, we're really, we re, Uber does really provide a great service because we're helping people not make dumb decisions, drinking and driving right, and do dumb things. I know that when they're in my car, I've got complete control of where we're going. I'm bringing them home. I'm getting them home safe and that's a good thing. So yeah, nothing, nothing crazy that I did have somebody this past week. I don't know if you saw it. Well, we're not friends on Facebook yet, but I had picked up a guy in Wilmington Island and uh, it was, it was an older gentleman. Oh yeah. I saw that on the Uber. Page. Oh, you did. Yeah. So you know. So we're at. We'll, yeah. we'll just we'll just say this. He um he was at the bar to about one a.m. when I picked him up, and uh, he gambled and lost. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And we'll just leave it at that. He had a little accident and yeah, I we're didn't in a coffee it. spot too. I mean, I didn't realize it before that. I when I put him <laughs> in the car. But he had an accident when I dropped him off. I saw the accident and it was not good. He did tip me pretty well though. Well, what's so, that saying? It happens. Sure does. Yeah, and it we'll, did. Yeah, yeah. But cool. <laughs> I got a good tip out of it and the smell out of my car. So we're okay. There you go. Nobody's the wiser. But Uber, you know, it, it, is a, it is fun. I love to meet people. I mean, being, doing what I do for a living, I love to meet people. So that's been a good thing uh, as far as the Uber goes. And make a couple extra bucks ain't a bad thing either. Yeah, that's how I feel about it too. Plus, I like the flexibility. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, even though, I, even though I am searching for full-time work, I don't know if I can do Uber full-time. For one, because of the mileage well, on the that's vehicle. my thing. Like, so my old man was sick, so I like pretty much just gave up on work mm-hmm. and just did Uber. Right. But between the mileage you put on your car and like just the yeah, I could because I remember at one point I was driving like fifty hours a week. It was just too much. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you it's fun to is, do occasionally. Yeah, and you can make good money on the weekends, Friday night, Saturday night. I yeah, a little bit on Sunday afternoon. You can make decent money, and if you're if you're just trying to to supplement your income, you'll do really well. I mean, but if you're trying to that's why I told people it's a good side hustle. But don't, yeah, if you're trying to make a full bank living, on I don't it. know that I could 
Especially in the middle of the summer. Slow times. Yeah. yeah. We miss Gad when they're yeah. out. We really do. <laughs> Frustrate. Well, let me see if you, if you share my frustration with this. My biggest frustration is, and I know everything adds up, but like during the week, when I when I do Uber during the week, it's SCAD. Yeah. Pick up a kid from from Turner and literally drive him one block. And I'm like, okay. That's frustrating sometimes because it's real short. But they do all add up. And, and again, it's not It like, adds up and uh, I've, I've been trying to tell myself that it'll push you in a position for your next ping, which is going to be a bigger ride. Absolutely. It's, Absolutely. It's, the, it's fun. The, the Uber gods, something yeah. like that. Yeah. But the thing is, there's so many, like, and again, no knock, everybody's got their They hustle, add up, too. There's so many drivers now. I started two years ago. Yeah, and that's what I talking about. It's like, it's there's at least four times crazy the amount of saturated. drivers. Yeah. And on St. Patrick's Day weekend, drivers from Atlanta come in. To I, drive I gave up. I, I didn't drive St. Patrick's Day. I Last year, I stopped driving, like, three days before St. Patrick's Day. And this year... Oh, this year I was having tag and title issues, so I couldn't even right. drive. Yeah, so I didn't so even I drive. Stayed on the, I stayed barricaded on the south side of the St. Patrick's. That's State. good, because like I said, it was so it was just saturated downtown with drivers. And, and you people, can't move. So many people just in one light little spot. Broughton Street, you couldn't move for about a... I think I sat on the end of Broughton Street. This is the, the St. Patrick's Day the, the year before, but at one point, you're at the end of Broughton near Broad, and just to get up to MLK, it takes about 35 minutes, because you're just... Hitting every single light, and it's just oh, so yeah. Bad. And the people are driving even slower. Oh, yeah, and you got walking around, and you got to try to in trying to drive during the parade, forget about it because no, you're like trying happening. to get through the parade route and everything else. Yeah, that's not happening. All right, so, um, you've been here three years. Mm-hmm. Um, what are five places? And this is not a rap top five, five, five. Five places you get a little extra cash you want to treat yourself in Savannah with. So, or low country you're talking, about, you're talking about restaurants? Talking about clubs? It like, could be restaurants, anything? clubs, anything you want. Just a little, you know, you get a little extra right. money. So, my wife and I, one of our, one of my wife's favorite restaurants is a place, we live in Richmond Hill. It's a place called The Local 117. It's very, I don't think a lot of people know about it um, because Richmond Hill is kind of not off the beaten path, but it's 20 minutes outside. But the best steak you'll ever eat. So the local on 17, shout out to Jay, the owner. He's a good friend of mine. But his, when I first went in there, I was just like, holy mackerel. This, I'm is a that, guy. that's past loves? Oh, yeah, yeah. So this yeah. is right in, right in. Right uh, in the heart. Yeah. Right, right past off, right Ford Avenue. Yep. Well, no, it's closer to 95. Oh, yeah. Like so between it's close like to the, the, the Verizon and the Kroger. Yep. Yeah, yep. right on. Um, so that's a good spot. I'm a karaoke head. I love singing karaoke. So my favorite karaoke spots are uh, Bay Street Blues is great. Everybody knows where that is downtown. You right. can find that place packed out every single Friday, Saturday night. And also PS Tavern, one of my all-time, one of my all-time favorite spots. I'm a little biased about that one because I was running a karaoke show there. <laughs> and my buddy Dave at Fiorua in Richmond Hill. If you've not, I was going to ask you. There's you a lot. Right, yeah. The food looks good there. Fiorua I can't, is, I've been. Like, I've had people from the radio station that I'm, I'm at, like, trying to get me to go out there to go to shows. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe not this weekend. But. No, but it's worth the, again, worth the drive to Richmond Hill because Fiorua. And, and there's not, I mean, aside from McDonough's, I don't know many other Irish pubs in this area, right? I think McDonough's is the the most known one as far as the downtown area. But McConnell's. Fi- yeah. Yeah. True. But Fiorua is yeah. on uh, Ford Ave in Richmond Hill, and they just remodeled, and they added some... 
a ton of space. So they went from like um, a thousand square feet to something like four thousand square feet. Now they remodeled and got some extra space. But I run a karaoke show there uh, once every month, and the, the crowd's nice. The food is delicious. The people are nicer. So yeah, yeah, I've seen some Irish pics club. of the audience screaming and whatnot. It looks delicious. Oh yeah, and yeah. they have live. He has live music in there once every month, twice every month. It's just a good spot. Um, but again, to me, what makes a good business are the people that run it. And Dave and Teresa are good people. So shout out to Fiorula in Richmond Hill. Nice. And Very good. I, you know, I, we got a, they got a bad rap when they first started opening up. Stage on Bay um, is a good spot. It's been a... He's they're, still, some, they're still going. I can see where they're going. Well, they're going, they're going I, strong, too. Maybe. Yeah, I can see where they're about to All bring those, some more people in. Yeah, yeah. he's... Um, Charlie's been getting some some really good acts in here that, you know, a mix of everything, like you were talking about earlier, uh, a mix of different genres. You know, he's got country comedy. I've actually been talking about, yeah, I was, was just a here. little surprised um, with that one. Um, I was actually fans. talking to some people, some other people about potential acts that, yeah. that we could see in there. Because I haven't actually been in there, but it looks, it's got, definitely has potential. It's a good spot, man. Uh, they got the speaker issues figured out. There was some... Uh, some issues with the sound, but Charlie got that all squared away. It's just really a good. Savannah needed a good venue for music, and it's not so. It's not so big that you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna be able to fill it out and and so on. But it, and it's just big enough though, where you can pack it in there. You can get you know a thousand or so people in there, and it's just a good time and a good spot for a show because it's intimate. You know what I mean? You're right. right there with the band on stage. Right. To me, as a you know, I haven't been in radio for so long. I've seen so many shows. I like when I don't feel like I'm six miles away from the band. I like to feel like, and, and, and there you're literally 30 feet away from them, and you can see what you can see them sweat, man, and you can see. There you go. I like an intimate setting for a concert, and that's a good spot for one. And he's he's got some good shows on the uh, on the horizon. So stage on Bay would be. I like one. I like that they have the Wailers, but I was like maybe see some younger reggae. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that'd be I'm a good a good draw. People too. That they could maybe a couple of rappers come to mind that. Some of the younger rappers, not the mumble rap. There, no, we mumble won't rap, get in, a, We won't. We won't get into that. Not a fan of the mumble <laughs> rap, man. Nah, you have to have bars. All right, Mark. Thanks a lot. Um, Pat, I, I know. You I know you did. have to get on over to the stadium. I'm going to Grayson back, right now. Get back over in that area myself. Um, you want to mention social media? You got anything else going on? Like you're talking about, you might have some stuff going on. Is there anything you want to talk about right now? Um, you know what? I'm getting hyped up for the banana season. Starts May 31st. I got uh, closet raiders. Uh, one of the big, one of the good things that's happened to me uh, in the last uh, month or so. Closet raiders is a fashion game show. That's going to be filming the pilot right here at the uh, Lucas Theater. Nice. In October, and uh, a month or so back, uh, auditioned for the announcer role for the TV show, and I got the announcer role. So okay, going what, out to LA. And what's February. that show going to be on? Uh, what channel? Uh, not name? not sure yet. It's a pilot. It's so to be okay. Hopefully, hopefully to get picked pick up. up. But yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like, uh, you know, True TV or one of the, the TV shows with all the fashion shows on there, but. Uh, the filming is going to be at the Lucas on October 5th, I believe. Um, myself is the uh, myself and Renee LaSalle, she got the announcer role, or the uh, host oh, okay. role. okay. All right. Uh, we've worked together in the past, so just hopefully we're going out to L.A. later this month to, do, you know, kind of do some, some rehearsing and photo shoots and stuff, so I'm excited about that. So, Closet Raiders. Just remember the name Closet Raiders, and shout out to my boy um, Carlton also. He got the announcer role with me. We're... 
hopefully that's good stuff coming up. But yeah, I'm not sure what network network it's going to be on, but it will be picked up. I guarantee it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good right show. On. Sounds like uh, sounds like a good one for um, to break up that uh, the impractical jokers monopoly that's on such true a great, TV. Such a great show. They're great. I, I can't wait. I'm going on the cruise. I'm going on their cruise in Are February. Are you really? I'm, uh, I'm jealous. Yeah, it's going to take me till February to pay for it. But yeah, that's all right. It'll be worth it. It seems to be worth it, yeah. Yeah. At uh, Shark on the mic on Instagram and uh, Twitter. My real name is Mark Edis on Facebook. So, yeah, reach out and love to be friends with you. Thanks for having me, dude. I appreciate it. It's very yeah, nice to meet you, man. my pleasure. And, of course, you can catch me every Thursday night on Crucial Rhythms, the best in reggae dance hall, 8 to 9 p.m. on the mighty WRUU 107.5 FM. WRUU.org for all you out of out of the seaport folk and some of you seaport folk because you know it's low FM but we're, <laughs> we are FM so shout out WRUU as always one of the mighty one is 7.5 I'm seaport Pat signing off you'll be safe in these streets <laughs>